My week was very busy. I feel like I always say the same thing. Nothing really happens that much. I just try and get involved in as many extracurricular things as possible because I have literally one or two lectures every day. Yeah. That's it. When you get to second year, I'm sorry, but you'd have to quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And quit. So I'm I'm busy. My my life is busy, but by choice. Yeah. I could just have one lecture and just chill the rest of the day. What are you doing? Um. Apart from this. Well, I'm doing volunteering for Home at Halls a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've joined other societies like the Latin America Society. Shout out to you guys. They're really like interactive and hold out a lot of things. And um, yeah interactive they make a lot of events and stuff for everyone to go to that are not just drinking or party focused so go to that um and other things to do with like red award like workshops on how to improve your cv i'm very like want to get involved in everything take everything available so that's what i've been doing this week (laughs) I'm looking at you. I'm so distracted. Yeah. I'm like, I'm noticing new things about you every time. I'm like, oh, look at you. Did your hair thing without the oh. fringe this time? The earring looks cute. Oh, there's no. Like, Wait, I'm thinking, why is she looking like just analysing my face? I'm like, what's happening? And like, I hate when people look at when I'm speaking. I'm, you're not the only one. People actually do that. They're like looking at my hands, looking at my face. I'm thinking, what's what's happening? I'm trying to be like a good listener, but every time I look at it, it's like something new stands out, and I'm like, oh, you're just looking at me, you're cute. I'm looking at you. Yeah, it makes me very paranoid though when people do that. Because <laughs> at least you're saying it. Other people say it. They just look at me like. Look, at different parts of me when I'm talking. I, I was just help like, it. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Enough focus on me and what I've changed my hair and whatever. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. I actually hate it. I actually hate it when um, I was thinking, you look good. You look good. Thank I was thinking little things. I was like, look at her outfit. Look at you. Your earring is shiny. Your little like nails and stuff. <laughs> I was like, look at you. Look at you. That was oh like, my really. gosh. Um, yes. So Monday, start off. In a good mood? Yeah. Look good, you feel good, okay? I was, I'm very paranoid, so like when I'm eating, and if someone's like looking, I can't eat in front of people, like facing people like this. Yeah. That's why if I go on a date and someone puts a table like this, I'm like, I'm leaving. You can't, I can't eat when someone's watching me. I feel like, I know, actually I don't care when I'm eating. I'll be, I, sometimes I'll chew even more like a horse, <laughs> just to make it clear that I don't care. Because <laughs> it's kind of empowering for me, like I'm eating, oh, yeah. I don't care. People are looking at me like it's a normal thing to yeah. eat. We all eat. We all shit. We all sleep. Everything of these things are normal. I don't know why people are like paranoid. Like, oh, this person's watching me eat. I, I'm fine with it. Actually, I'm not fine with everything else. I don't like people watching me. Yeah. People, what, I'm like, what do you have to say? When they go overboard and they don't say nothing, but it's okay. It's that's when it's crossing yeah, the line. I like people jumping their own conclusions in their head and not telling me so I can like confront it and squash <laughs> it right there. <laughs> Someone, I think I was walking on Just see their face expression change as they're like looking at you, find yeah. different things. I was walking past someone and I had a beanie on because of the wind and it was like messing up my wig. might be leaving on the day I saw you. It was messing up my wig. Yeah. And um, so I was, no, it was on Friday. And so I put my beanie on, which was not the hat of choice. It wasn't the choice thing. It was a necessity, right? So I'm walking in the wind and it's like, it's not necessarily cold, cold beanie weather. Mm. Um, the rest of my, it doesn't really go with the rest of my outfit as well. 
Um, and then I'm walking past these two, I see these two guys. If you ever hear this, right, you're actually dickheads, I hate you, right? <laughs> these two guys, some one of them goes, like they kind of like snigger and go, beanie. Aww. All I hear is beanie as I'm walking past. And I'm kind of like, why? Why? First of all, you're what too is, old. What is your own? I go, why is actually your problem? If you're at you uni, you're, you're too old second to be commenting. Of all, mm. Second of all, I have a reason for it. I'd rather you say, you stop me and go, why are you wearing a beanie in this weather? I'd rather you stop me so I could explain, listen, this isn't my fashion sense talking. Mm. This isn't this isn't what I just do, like, oh yeah, I look great. Let me just put, put a beanie on on top of everything else I'm wearing. But I'm wearing mostly blue, just stick a bright red beanie on. <laughs> I mean, you might want to be challenging finding what's his name. Find, finding Wally. Finding Wally you might be challenging challenging his look. Oh, but still. Or Smurf. The, the, I don't know what, what look you're going was, for. The point was, why you? Why you? Say something. I, yeah, in those it. like situations, I never know whether to actually let the people know that I hear them. Yeah. Like, give them the evil eye that my mom gives me when she you knows to shut up, or like just ignore them or say something to them. I never know what to do, what's yeah, the right thing. Yeah, if I start talking now, I'd be like, excuse me, why are you, why are you laughing? Yeah, because how's that gonna go? It's funny, it's funny. Because what I imagine Either, is that yeah. they will be like, oh, nothing, nothing, we won't say nothing. And then they'll just- I'd be like, no, I had beanie some, and I'm the only one in 500 meters, like yeah. a crowd of 500 wearing a beanie. So what do you have to say about it? What do you have to say? Like, I don't want to be the fighting person. Um, and also, I don't really know what I'd do if they actually said yes. So, if we said it, what about I'd be like, wow, you're actually very rude. I, I, oh, yeah. And you're actually right. I respect you for coming out and saying that. <laughs> <laughs> for coming out and telling me to my face. You know what? That's the best way to end the situation. I wouldn't know don't, how to react. Make, okay. Don't fight. Just say, I respect your honesty. Thank you. I respect your honesty, but you're wrong. But you're rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, right. Um, yeah. I mean, today, I really just wanted to talk about, I wanted to rant, really. Mm. I haven't been able to get it out. January, this country is like, is an actual Brexit. They, Brexit has happened. It's mm. now February. Mm. Brexit happened over the weekend. I don't this, feel much of a change, but. Yeah, this isn't. I've been reading a few a transition news. transition period, isn't it? So. And it's just. The main thing I'm seeing is that, like, trade. Mm. That's what's going to be affected the most. Yeah. I, I was reading something about Norwegian fishers or something. They get their fish from the British, like, waters, mm. most of it. And, like, since we move out of the European Union, that they won't really have access to that anymore. So they're saying there's no futures for the fishers, which is something to consider, I guess, because mm. they have to make a living out of that. And what do they call it? Seamen or fishers? I'm calling them fishers. Fishermen. That's the fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's a better word for it. I can't, <laughs> it's fishermen. not coming out. <laughs> fishermen. <laughs> You know what, fishers is gender neutral, so it could be fisher women. Fishers, yeah, you see what I mean? I'm being politically correct here. Don't, don't. That was me. a conscious decision. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing I was reading about. But another thing is like, they want to change the passport black to blue. And like, and I was just like, that's so like unnecessary. I get it. Yeah. Britain, patriotic. Yay, we're independent. Quote now. But it's like, 
there's better things to think about rather than that on like one of your lists on things to change. Like, not even with necessarily leaving the EU. Like my problem isn't necessarily now with leaving the EU because I'm like as long as you have facts, knowledge, and you know an actual genuine reason, some genuine reasons as to why and how you know how you plan to make it better. As long as you have like you know a plan, an action plan of okay, right, we want to leave the EU. Why do you want to do that? The 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 A B C. Are they valid reasons? Do you have actual evidence to back them up? Mm. Yes. Okay. Cool. Right, let's go ahead then. Um, what are you going to do next? What's going to happen next? Give me a five-year plan. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. And then get it sorted. But now it's taken so long, and I kind of feel like we haven't got anything. We haven't progressed, actually. That's very true. From like, where we first, like, when we first could have left, like, we could have left the EU then. Yeah. Why did you spend all this time delaying and changing prime ministers and everything to yeah. come back in this position where you can't really give me, like, yes, this, this thing has changed. You know, we've, we've spent all these years like you came out with a deal yeah sure I mean how long do we get to submit our assignments we don't get five years so <laughs> you know what like there to... should be a time frame on when you have your, when you actually put your your ideas into action they've had at least two years was it 2016 2017 I don't know more than at least two years they've had to to draft the plan think about how they're going to achieve these aims yeah. and I haven't seen any true action yet. It might be four. It might be four years since Brexit, because if it was twenty sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, four years. If it was twenty sixteen, I'm yeah, trying to remember. I'm sure I was. I was um, going into sixth form. I hadn't entered sixth form yet when Brexit actually. When they're like, yeah, we're leaving the EU. Yeah. Before when the referendum. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was that. Mm. So it must be like a four year period. So I know probably. Definitely from them, their plans from the referendum till now have obviously changed. But like, what has, have they actually started to implement? Like the big promises they made, like money that's going to go into the NHS and I don't know, more houses being built, more jobs being available for the public. Like, how are they actually implementing those policies into life now? Yeah, and I what don't actually see it. annoys me as well is that I'm pr- I'm I'm like a hundred percent confident, hundred percent confident, hundred and twenty percent confident. That if the whole parliament was like, look, we're actually gonna get this. Okay, take out the remainers. The whole if the, if the rest of the parliament was like, you know, we're gonna get this deal through. Like we're doing it by this date, this time doesn't matter. Rally around this like rally around this person, do it. They would have done it. They would have easily done it. They, I don't think they'd have taken four years to do it. But then there were all these power struggles. Of, oh, you know. Theresa May into power. Now suddenly everyone's not happy with Theresa May being yes, you were fine with her being the leader of the Conservative Party, or at least being the like being the default if you mm. know you were fine with it. But now all of a sudden because she's in like yours now she's in charge of Brexit. Now she's, now she's in charge of Brexit a big problem. Like yeah, she wasn't perfect, no. But I feel like she got a lot of stick that wasn't necessarily like wasn't necessarily compared to Boris Johnson, when you look at like how much she was able to get away with. The public, I feel like, have liked Boris Johnson for a while because he's yeah, been like a comical. Actually, I feel like it's, it's all it's, about it's personality. Divided. It's divided. It's not necessarily like a lot of people when he was the a lot of people who um, remember when he was the mayor of London were like, this guy is useless. Like, mm. yeah, he's got a personality. But he's useless. Also, like his personality is also racist, bigoted. Yeah, I do everything not. Else. So, I do not like, like Boris oh, Johnson. Like his, by the way, I like his personality. I'm like, okay, so. What is it? Is it his thoughtfulness, his charming, his charming eyes? You know, his little straw blonde, <laughs> straw red, strawberry blonde hair. 
I hate when people say strawberry blonde. I don't like, know what strawberry what blonde is. What is that? Like, it's either blonde, blonde or ginger or you dye your hair pink and you're blonde. So maybe that's what you mean by strawberry blonde. Who knows? I don't understand all those like, funny names for hair. I mean, by each their own. I've never had blonde but, hair, like, so I can't relate. There's, there's kind of like, all this, what is it that you actually like about him? I'm pretty sure it's not those things, you know? So what is it? Um, is I feel thing? like it's because he says what he thinks he's like very flamboyant and that kind of attitude seems like someone who can implement their policies or implement our our needs and promises because he seems like that person that's gonna speak his mind say what he wants then go after it so that's probably why people like him i get that but at the same time like he could have used that same energy to back up your leader at first, back up that person, rather than trying to sabotage her so that you get into power and then you start, you know, because I'm like, yeah, if you're a go-getter, like, you don't have to be, or you, you have that personality of, yeah, we're going to go for this. You don't necessarily have to be the leader mm. to do it. Like, you don't have to be the leader to help get things, like, push things through. You, there's some, you just have to have a strong teamwork. team there's around some, yeah, you. Yeah, there's teamwork, and I feel like Theresa May didn't get enough of a team. Like, she get enough of the team to work with her. Everyone's pretty much, like against like oh she's incompetent but, yeah maybe but you guys if you guys are so competent rally around her and yeah. make sure it works they didn't right? she's make the willing to listen to she's not the sort of person that's like i've never listened to this people she's very willing to listen and pretty sure seems like that's, that's willing to listen at least to her aides or colleagues people mm. you know so instead of cheering her apart you guys should be like look i think you should do this do that do this do this and then if she shows a history or like a repeat record of not doing anything then do it for me, it was kind of like, you know, it was the first woman in power for a while. I mean, she didn't get through it in through a general election. Exactly. It was just kind of disappointing to see the way she was treated compared to now the way... Because, like, when the Grand, when Grenfell Tower, when that happened, mm. people were saying that she was quite emotionless when she was talking about, like, in her attitude towards it. And um, so, as a female, that's a prime minister... In order to be respected, she can't really be emotionless because then she'll be, I don't know, what's the word? Like, not infantilised, but, you know, they'll be like, oh, she's a woman, women are emotional. So she didn't really find that good balance between when to be emotive and when to, like, be firm. She she seems like quite an awkward person in terms of personality as well. I think it was just she couldn't really... She wasn't really, like, relatable. Even though I do not agree with Boris Johnson's views or mm. nothing. How he expresses them... I like how you're disclaiming him. He's very... <laughs> he's... To some people, like, the way he expresses his views is kind of relatable and appealing. And I feel like with the British pub- public, especially, like, the electorate, the people who vote, that's what they look at first. Like, the um, like person... person yeah. If they like the person based on their personality, not on their... And then they use that to judge if they're able to carry out these policies and make Britain um, progress again. I don't know why I'm creating Make America Great. It always irritates me, like when people are like, yeah, we need, like the whole rhetoric around Brexit was, you know, this um, anti immigrant rhetoric and this like nationalist rhetoric of, you know, oh, we'll go back to the great British Empire. (sighs) And I'm kind of like, do you know what actually, like, I was sat in my room here fuming about this but I was thinking I was like and I just it like it hit me when countries go back to nationalism it means there's a huge 
like they have so many problems that they're trying to turn like turn their eyes away from and that's what they like and that's what nationalism like used to hide mm. a lot of like a lot of these countries when does nationalism nation, like nationalism start coming to play when the economy isn't that's doing so good very true. when people aren't like when people like the general public isn't happy there's something wrong okay nhs issues etc funding all that stuff suddenly make britain great again Wow. So all of a sudden, when we're when we're doing great, when we're like doing amazing, internationalism, we're all open, you know. Yes, let's connect with, yeah, you know. Mm, that voice, that anti-immigrant rhetoric is very, it's like it's a it's a minority. It's like, oh no, it's not. It's well, that's not what we all think, you know. We're all very open, well, very welcome. But then when it gets to when times are tough, it's like, oh yeah, let you know, all these people. Let's yeah, they people. find a yeah, scapegoat. It's, it's the outside to blame yeah, for exactly. the problems the they can't solve. We actually have a serious problem. Stop trying to like turn away and go back to better days. There were no, there were no better days. <clears throat> there were no better days. Like throughout history, throughout this whole country's history, better, better days for who? It wasn't mm. a better day for the this right now. That's it's not true. good. But this is the best as a country. If you exclude in terms of maybe like decades of his or main historical periods, this is the best as a country being. Like we're not great at all, mm. but it's Victorian era when the Great British Empire is going strong. Most of us would have been like in the workhouses. Like, yes. I like what you said. Better for you. With the, maybe one arm and leg, maybe a little eye or something. Yeah. Or, like most of us been living in slums, you know. Like uh, in when they said the British Empire was better or whatever, it was only as you said better for some certain groups. It was better for either the middle class and the working class didn't have many options and they were, weren't listened to at all. And it was also better for the white populations and other minorities were also, all minorities, whether you're black, Asian, whatever, were like discriminated against and weren't given the same opportunities. So that back before then, when they say they want to make it how it was before, it's it not gonna- It's creepy It's not. Who it's not really illogical. A lot of people as well think that, like, they think they're gonna benefit. I'm like, no. If these times were, if this, if we go back to how we were, you will not, like, you are not gonna be the beneficiary. You're gonna be feeding somebody else. You're gonna be feeding somebody else and make somebody else rich. But it's definitely not gonna be you. A lot of people like to, and the, a lot, like, a lot of people, are, like, it was really upsetting to see, like, a lot of members of the working class were like, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna support this guy because he's gonna head the, you know, get these people out. These people are damaging us. So we, mm. um, with the Erasmus thing, um, when it came <coughs> up on Twitter that you know, or in the news that, oh yeah, um, the government voted to make Erasmus not, not compulsory anymore. And a lot of working class people were like, you know, yeah, now the now the middle class would be able to go on holiday on my on my taxes, and I'm sat there like. <laughs> I just uh, had to laugh. The middle class can afford it anyways. Exactly. So, and they're not going on your taxes. Then if they, just because you weren't aware or just because you didn't know that it was something you could like, you could actually take advantage of, doesn't mean it's not, it wasn't meant to benefit you. Doesn't mean it was never meant for you. Doesn't mean it was meant for somebody else. Doesn't mean it's someone else's fault that you haven't had access to the opportunities necessarily. Mm. You know, there, like there are a lot of people who benefited from it. There are a lot of people and they, and they weren't like rich middle class people either. They just knew. About it, they were just informed enough to know about it. I feel like so you we should be, like, just you know, need to get more informed. Exactly. People should be complaining about more about oh, why didn't I know about this? This like this option was there with Interrail, for example. Like my sister and I went on an Interrail trip, so the EU was giving out these like free Interrail tickets. Oh, okay. And you could like go travel Europe and stuff. So mm-hmm. we went to Switzerland um, through. When was this? Uh, last year summer? No, two years ago summer now. Um, before we entered uni, oh, okay. um, went through France. Went through Paris, Belgium, Germany, 
Mills, the person who went to Belgium, Germany, etc., etc., got to Switzerland, mm. spent some time in Switzerland, came back to Frankfurt, spent some time in Frankfurt. Well, you guys travelled a bit. It was this free interrail ticket. It was cool. It was a struggle, but it was amazing. Yeah, it was like it was just like it was just an interrail ticket, but they were doing it for like youths under a certain age. I've never heard um, of that before. Yeah, and mm. I'd never heard of it until my dad came back and said, "Oh, they heard about some people like from work talking mm. about it." You know, and that's something like you wouldn't know unless you. So you should be complaining rather than oh, why is this um, opportunity available? You should be like. Why is this available and I haven't heard of it? You know, what are they doing to make it more accessible? Because my parents like heard it from people in their work, you know, their work circles. It's all from word of mouth these things. But they heard it and they're like, my kids are going to do it as well. Yeah. So they came back and told you know, apply for it. So you get, we got it, right? And my mum was like, <laughs> she, was she was like, shocked. She you know, she was like, she was, she was like, yeah, cool. And we had to like, we really had to plan. But she was like, don't tell, don't tell anyone yet because um, they're like her. Like their her colleagues, like their kids didn't like some of them didn't get it. So she's like, she's not coming though. Be like, Aww. yeah, my kids got it. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rub it in her colleague's face. <laughs> yeah. Um. But is that is that something like it wasn't like we were like there's no way we could have just gone even now I can't just be like oh yeah I'm gonna go to Switzerland I'm gonna go this summer I can go like there's if it wasn't yeah. that then we wouldn't be able to do it. Right? Um, and that's, a, that's a, a reality for a lot of us as well. Exactly. So, when I'm saying us, like students, yeah. all, all people, just people general people general in... Who aren't middle class, like yeah. middle class. Just the, the general yeah. voter, the general yeah. person who's looking, I don't know. So, there's a lot of people who yeah, this don't have also, that opportunity. People can't mind their business. Like people, they, don't, they, can't, they can't be happy thinking about how do I progress myself. They always have to be trying to bring down somebody else as well with them. If they're not happy, they always, mm. have, to, they always have to do it. They're like, oh yeah, you know, it's not. Oh, how do I get myself out of this situation? And how do I progress? It's like, oh yes, this place is. This isn't. Uh, this isn't unfair. This isn't the fair situation, right? These people to blame, right? Drag them down. Like, okay, cool. Bring them down. So, yeah, sure, if you want. That's like that's not that's something you have to talk about. Yeah. But then, what are you doing to actually improve the situation yourself? What are you complaining for to actually improve the situation? I feel like it's a now? it's a defense it's mechanism. Not, yeah. Putting down somebody else isn't going to necessarily like, automatically bring you up. Yeah. You have it to just makes you, it makes you worse because exactly. now there's more people that are just in your, on your level of like not progressing when you should be supporting those that are progressing and aiming to be like them. Mm. Not necessarily be like them, but aim to achieve, achieve a level same. of success that you're happy with as well. Yeah, exactly. So like this country, like people like to drink, like they like to, like, they like to harm themselves. Well, they don't know they're harming themselves. They like to attack other people or hurt other people or make decisions thinking that it will hurt a certain group or certain people, not realising that it's them that's going to feel right. them, like, the worst effects of it's it. It's making them look like, worse. My mum, every time she's talking about like, revenge or like, holding a grudge, she's like, you know, you're drinking poison to kill your enemy. Your guy, you're like, the person who wronged you sat there in the house, chilling, sleeping, doing minded, going on with their life. You're sat here fuming. That's, on, that's really you know, true. Fuming, getting really angry, getting really upset, not eating, you know, not sleeping, getting, you know, raging. They're sat there enjoying their time in Bali or whatever, mm. you know, enjoying the holiday. That's why you shouldn't focus on there. other people. Exactly. You start <clears> thinking <throat> that you not, like, Erasmus not being compulsory now means that they're not going, no, they're still going on holiday. Like, they're still doing it. Um, and, yeah, it's like, and also, who is, the, like, who is the enemy? So, I did raise that question for me. Who is, like... In, yeah, enemy yeah. in terms of what? Just when I said drinking poison to kill your enemy. Yeah. This country, who are the, who's the enemy they're trying to kill? Who are they actually trying to? Oh, you mean like when? Yeah, because I feel like once you real like once you realize what am I actually fighting against, 
you realize, okay, right, some of these methods and some of this rhetoric and stuff I'm using isn't actually helpful. It doesn't make a difference. So, in from what I gather, the enemy, I feel like it's always, like, foreigner-focused. The enemy is the, the foreigner or anything that's not British. That's how I see it. Mm. What, well, what this country views. Yeah. But, like, that's the basis of their understanding of the enemy. That's so all the they enemy, see. The true enemy is poverty. The poverty is the actual enemy. And, like, lack of funding, poor, um, you know, poor resources, everything. Failing NHS lack of housing those are like that's the enemy that's the actual enemy but then what because immigrants are coming over there's not enough space no that's not necessarily the case because yeah. even if there are people coming over yeah sure but before they were coming over before the, like even but if, even, even if you send so, them all back you're still going to struggle with housing yeah because like the immigrants themselves are taking up like amazing like five bedroom flats exactly so they've come from a worse a lesser like a worse living situation. They're coming for refuge or whatever. So if you actually think about why they're coming, they're not coming here to steal your jobs. They're coming here to find work to make a better living for themselves because they're in a, they're coming from a war zone or even just they don't have the same opportunities where they are. So I hate that mindset when people say, "Oh, foreigners are coming and taking our jobs." As as they hold them because, because, the, because the jobs were there for lot, you to take. Exactly, you didn't want more them desperate jobs. for that work. They will take that work. Yeah, the work that you're like, I'm too good for. They will actually take that work. They're like, no, I need the money. Like majority yeah. of think of cleaning jobs, um, waiting jobs. I don't know all jobs that are. What do you call them? Are they white collar jobs? I don't know. Maybe unskilled worker jobs. I'm not too sure. All these little jobs that don't have a lot of, they don't need like a degree necessarily. Mm. Like a lot of the British public will not take it because it's like beneath them. Exactly. They want something that's more, that has more of a status, which is fair enough. But you have to work your way there. You have to, you have to take the time to make me get this job, make a little money, then use that to pay for whatever qualification you need for where you want to go. Yeah. But people are lazy. They want everything fast, quick, and if not, they'll just go on benefits and mm. just be live happily. I'm not saying everyone on benefits is la- yeah. lazy, but the people that are saying, oh, they're stealing our jobs, they're not doing anything for themselves to get those jobs or even mm. better jobs that they and want. actually, like, in a way, yeah, I get the whole, because immigrants are coming, like, you know, the job market is more competitive, yes. But do you know how competitive immigrants are? Like, their children, do you know how competitive like to be able to get into those like London city jobs and everything yeah. you know why it's so competitive because these people are achieving and they're working extremely hard just to be regarded as equal enough yeah exactly enough to be able to enter the work you have to work twice as hard to be viewed as the same exactly to get the same results you, you have just, to work twice as hard as the next man mediocre. you have to have good grades not only that you have to maybe have gone to a good school you have to have a work experience you have to have like you know lovely english mm. or you know just be just be you have to have people skills you have to, people be, skills, you have to be language like, skills perfect. you have to be really, a degree have, work experience really so many things you have to be competitive you really and you have to have connections as well and for a lot of immigrants who maybe don't have family as well that connection is what they struggle with like mm. i feel like connections can like get your name mentioned or get you in the door mm. but you still have to do I a lot of independent yeah, independent work yeah and yeah it's just kind of like you know why do you think it, it, people are just walk towards and they just get a job and loads of money and stuff like that no um that's why i think people may disagree but that's what i think like minorities are in some aspects like more hard working 
and then other than the majority race because they know they, they've come from a struggle they already know that they have to work hard to be viewed as an equal so when that drive is like instilled mm. within us so that's why i feel like even sometimes like, yeah. we we prosper more and because of that because we prosper more and we're kind of seen as the minority that's why we're seen as if the minority prospers, it's like kind of strange to the majority. Mm. That's why their first thing is like, oh, they're taking our jobs. But they don't think about how they got to yeah. them jobs mm. and how they, like, and yeah, what's how like, dare you and their prosper struggle. without us exactly. prospering as well because we're the minority. Obviously, makes sense that if you're prospering, we should be prospering too. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like even in like, for minorities, especially immigrants, a lot of the places they come from as well, to be able to to be able to have a good life or have a decent standard of living, you have to also work very hard. Mm. So that work ethic is something that, you know, they've had to develop and develop themselves and, you know, really drive themselves to be, even be able to come out to this country mm. and start working, you know? It's like, do you think about how hard it would be as an immigrant to move to a whole new culture, a whole new country where you already know the people money, don't like money. you. Yeah, exactly. You have no money and then you still find a way. you have to be to be like, look, you know what, these people don't like me, I'm still going to go here and still going to make it work yeah. anyway. Because you it's still better than find a way to make a living and to prosper. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And then, that's, that's nothing. The, the people don't think about that. The majority don't think about that. Um, this country is also definitely 100% racist. I'm sorry, I have to say it, I have to say it. Well, um, there's, hard, there's definitely racist people in this country. 100%. Um, like, what was it? Stones was asked on ITV. This was a while ago. It was in January, but Stones was asked on ITV. Do you think this country is racist? Which I'm like, why would you ask them that question in the first place? I'm just curious as to how you got to that question in the first place. Like, people, because I feel like not people compare racism to America, race, America, like, yeah, racism in America. America. Doesn't mean you're not bad. It doesn't yeah. mean you're not a different kind. It's you're a different a kind of racism. It's a whole different here. monster. Doesn't mean you're both, you're both not monsters. Like, why is it? Why do people think that because America's is seems worse that oh that means we're that doing ours perfectly is, fine that you should be grateful? To ours should be nullified. Like, ours yeah, is, so, is insignificant. Yeah, I was like, no, you, mind your mind your business. Why are you looking at America? <laughs> Sit here, mind your business. Face your people. <laughs> mind your business. That's like that's a, a huge thing. They always like. Oh yeah, you know, America. What about America? Who cares about America? And people America? in America yeah. say that about here too, as well. Yeah. Like um, when um, Get Out came out, I can't remember who it was, but a famous actor, he was saying that um, it was Daniel Kalu was Daniel Kaluuya. He was the the actor mm. of the main. He was he said that um, he thinks that a black American actor. Would have been embodied the struggle more than mm. Daniel Kaluuya because the race he's like oh black people have been in Britain for a long time so basically saying that he would he wouldn't have experienced the same struggles as a black American guy yeah. so he feels like he wasn't the best person for that role which I and I was like no we struggle here I was like we still struggle and he yeah, a lot of people like this thing because the UK likes to paint stuff. So we're not as bad as America. A lot of Americans don't actually know how bad it can be here. Like, it can be pretty bad. And yeah, like, and it it's like be, it, it can be bad. Like and what I've ex I haven't like really experienced racism towards me, but I've been like around where people are saying racist things, and sometimes they don't even realise what they're saying. Like even at work, I work um, in at a football stadium and obviously you interact with many different people there 
And the person I was working with, she was um, a man, he was like African, I don't know where he had the accent, whatever. He was asking us a question about something. And then after he left, my partner, she was, she was an elderly, well, she's like in her 60s, she's a white woman. She was like, oh, he, he, you can tell English wasn't his first language and blah, 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 blah. She was kind of discrediting his question, saying it's like invalid because English. of his accent. He's, he's, he's speaking a completely different language. What's your like... But he, he was, you can understand what he's exactly. saying. He just has an accent, like, what's but the problem? Even that, and like, I was thinking... Can you, can you ask somebody, can you go to people stadium in another country, like in Croatia or something, and ask someone a question in their language? Can you do it? Yeah. Like, why are you... And I was thinking, like, like first, I was like... You can't say that. She was like, oh, no, no, it's nothing to do with race. Yeah, and I was so like, why did you bring race into it then? Why did you bring race into saying? it? Why did and you, first you of all, the first one that said, there's nothing to do with race, so it has to be her definitely yeah. something to do with race. And then, first, and then I was thinking, do you not know that I'm black, like you're speaking about someone who's black? No, no, you're not and that kind of black. You're not that kind of black. <laughs> I didn't say that to her, but I was thinking, I was just really confused. No, no, I didn't mean you. I didn't so, mean, I didn't, you're one of the good ones. I didn't mean you. <laughs> That some annoys me. Annoys me. Like, like I know you know black men with French accents, right? Oh <laughs> my mum loves French as well. I can't speak French. I can't stand like Oh I'm learning French. French. I can't stand it, but when I hear black I hope you'll be able to speak accent, it fluently. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, it is it's something much. else. If you speak another language, I feel like you're already like better than me. Already. And that's why that's another thing I don't I can't comprehend. When someone doesn't when language English isn't someone's first language. Why British people at, yeah, like look, look down. down on them. I'm like, are you nerds? They learnt, they know two languages at, at least. least. Two language, at least two and languages. you're you're looking down on them like they're less than you, and you can't even speak their you, language, you and they can Spain speak our language. Speak English. You go to Spain or, or yeah, that riles me. Why don't people speak English here? You know, you're in another country. You'll go to China and be like, nobody speaks English here yeah. because you're in their country. Do do as the Romans do and speak the language. <sighs> Like, and people think they're so much better. I'm like, no, if I went somewhere else and I realised that I can like it's such a humbling experience that you go and like people speaking all these languages. Yeah. Realize, you don't know Jack. Like I tried yeah. to learn German for the Switzerland trip and I was like, my German is very weak right now. You know when you're learning <laughs> a language. Nobody should talk to me. My, my German and you're is very... like, really, you know you need to say it, like speak it to yeah. get better, but you get feel anxious and you're around native speakers. Sorry, like, and you don't wanna I didn't know you don't that's how you speak it. that word. I've been learning it <laughs> Yeah. Just shut up. Um, but yeah, no, it was just like, yeah, it's just kind of like, it just irritates me a lot and seeing people that defend it and I'm like, do you actually, are you thinking yeah. about, like, my mom said that she like talks to taxi drivers and when she goes on her work, mm. um, when she's going to her thing, like gets a taxi, so she like talks to drivers and stuff like that and just like, you know, she's one of the drivers, like one of her drivers, um, at one point was like, too loud. And she was like, she had to, she was like, no, I made her to talk to him mm. and just because she's working right now, she works as a, in like a consultancy firm. So they see, like a lot of these businesses are being, the, are being affected by Brexit and all. Like they see it, they see the negatives of it as well. Like she sees it firsthand, she knows what, like, what she's talking about. So she was like, you're talking about all this like, oh yeah, jobs and everything. And she's like, do you actually know what, like, she was giving him like stats from her, what she's actually doing now. Yeah. Like real time, real time stats. That's, an, you know, it's a big problem. You shouldn't be celebrating. You should be thinking about how you're going to adapt. It's not something to necessarily celebrate because it's not you that's winning like a lot of you think oh yeah we're winning it might be a long time before you win from this you will have to adapt and and find some way to win it doesn't mean you're gonna win from this direct decision yeah it really doesn't um but yeah this country is this country is racist anyway and then um what i don't like as well is how when 
a lot of like government um, government figures or staff figures or a lot of politicians are like talking about how they're not racist, they didn't break for you. People are black people doing better. Like they, their claims are yeah, counteractive to their actions. A-M-E. They use Oh, that. when I was saying BAME from they last time. <laughs> they use that term, right? What do you, yeah, what do you not like about that term or how they use it? I, what I don't like about it is how um, they'll use it interchangeably with black, but it doesn't mean only black people. Black and oh, minority okay. ethnic. So when you're looking at stats, for example, and they say, oh yeah, black people are doing this. There's one that I talked about, I think, how black people are getting in, into like better universities or, some, or something, something like that. Yeah. Getting more jobs or some, something like that, where they're doing better. But then they used the BAME stats instead. And like, no, that's, that's that black that's and minority like ethnic. All minorities. That's so not you're, just black. Like, you're giving a very misinformed or uh, skewed yeah. perspective. Because anyone that's just reading the first hand might not pick up on that. Right? The, the way they're presenting exactly. their statistics, the BANs, how they're are black people misconstrued. Doing? I want to know. They do that a lot, and they and a lot of people used to say, "Oh, we're not racist. We're not BAME, BAME, and people." And they look at them and they're like, "Yeah, but have you necessarily you've picked kind of like the the, uh, the minorities that you think are like less problematic or like better, you know, mm. things like that." Because um, some there are. Within the BAME community, there is still racism. There is like an, not a hierarchy, but some other minorities are doing better in the professional world mm. than others. So, like when they, as you said, when they say BAME, oh, and interchange it with black, like it's not really, it's yeah, not coherent. Why would you? They don't go hand in hand. Exactly. Why would you do that if you didn't have something to hide? You know. That's for me. I'm like, why wouldn't you just stay in black? No, that's the whole art so, of being so a politician. Why would you, why would you do you use that deception if you didn't have something to hide? So me, for me, that irritates me because I'm like, the more you tell me, or the more you do that, the more it, like, it grinds my gears because I'm like, I know then something isn't right. Right? Because you, otherwise you'd have been it's very happy It's good you're aware of that. It's like, you, it more be, people like, need yeah, to be aware of they that. They'd have been very happy to say black people are doing great because black people are doing if the figures supported them. Yeah. But because of that, you then have to, you know, do some, do some magic with the numbers, you know, and it's kind of yeah. But yeah, that's that's what they do in misinforming. all aspects. Misinforming, and what I don't like as well is when you're telling people about all these like issues, and then they go, yeah, but you know, Philip Schofield, that that guy is um is uh, is a big perpetrator. But when he goes, oh yeah, racism. I I don't I don't I don't know. I'm googling him, and I've heard he the name. A Good Morning Britain show. Um, you know his face, you may not know his name. Um, but, um, yeah, I was, when I was like, well, I haven't seen racism, so it can't, like, you know. Oh, him. asking for examples of racism. And it's like, you, first of all. He's you, only 57. You wouldn't have seen racism. He looks so much older than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they say black don't crack, it's, it's true. Phillips, oh, I'm sorry, man. But this is the thing, right? Anyway, let's go back to the serious thing. <laughs> this, is annoying, this is what annoys me as well. Like, a lot of white people say, oh, I haven't seen that, I haven't seen racism. And a lot of, like, BAME people, so I'm saying this collectively, a lot of BAME, um, a lot of people in the BAME community as well can sometimes say this as well, oh, I haven't seen racism, so therefore, you're over-exaggerating. It, it doesn't like, exist. No, you've been fortunate enough to be sheltered yeah. from it if you're part of the BAME community. Or, if you're white, you've either been the perpetrator without knowing, because you didn't clock it that you were doing it, or you actually are, you don't want to accept it. Or, 
you didn't recognize it because you are not the victim or the mm. or the or the like target of that oppression anyway. Maybe someone made a joke and you just laughed, maybe not knowing that somebody else there was actually very uncomfortable. That's the exactly exact thing. I feel like or someone made a comment some... and you brushed it off or you didn't pick up on it because yeah. you weren't the intended target. Some minorities mm. are um, like conform, not conforming that, but they're being like going easy on some little jokes that push the barrier a bit or mm. certain comments because it's like as a minority you want to fit in so I feel like some people I've even done it in the past like through secondary school some people made little comments that are slightly racist and I'll just joke ha, ha, about it not thinking that I actually should have corrected them at that time mm. so when people do that more like they um, go along with it that's when when people actually make those racist comments they're not aware of it because they're like oh when I was around so and so, like they were laughing about with me, and they were laughing, but they weren't happy. You know, so, laughing but crying. It's like they're, crying, they're not, they they're not, not aware, about it. and Sometimes because they're not they educated exactly, about it. Sometimes they even pick up on it. Yeah. Before until you get back and like, and you have time to like you know clear mind and think, and you think, say, wow, that person actually really disrespected. You literally have to, you have really to like me. analyze and detach some people's words to kind of see that underlying it there's racism yeah and it's not it's not necessarily like reading it like reading too much into it no but sometimes like you say things and as when, when just I say, oh, you're, you're reading too much into it it's like no why did you say that okay give me the give me the surface level answer okay but why did you think that was yeah that was true or why did you think that was funny okay okay like, the more you ask it's... why the more you come down to the reason of or the underlying tone of that's not actually not okay yeah like there was when i first moved to kent I can't remember if I've, t- I've told the story, but um, my sister and I sometimes talk about it. And we're like, what's actually hell? When I first moved to Kent, mm-hmm. um, I was in I was like eleven, um, so moving for secondary school, and like we were meet like we were with this like group of friends or with the rest of the classmates, not really friends. The rest of the classmates for the first time I'd seen this school. Yeah. Um, and it was like a taste today or something, but they were asking, they were telling us, oh, you know, collective friends, like collective contact details, make some friends, you know. Stuff like that. So I then go, like, have an address book, and I'm like, you know, what's your address? What's your phone number? Mm. Like, I have no intention of this. I'm, I'm living, I'm living in Chatham right now, or I'm staying in Chatham right now, just commuting to school mm. before we, like, before we move. I have no, or I'm in London. Like, I came that day. I came from London. Wow, to Kent. To Kent. Like, travel there in the morning. Um, but I have no intention of going to these people's houses. It's um, just, it's just, just to, like, oh, yes, to come to like, interact with guys, people, you, you know, you, to socialize. We're eleven years old. What are we going to do? So anyway. I um so we're asking you asking these girls and very much the only black people in the class, right? We're asking them. It's the you know, usual thing. Isn't oh it? yeah, what's the And one girl, I can't if I remember her face, I'd, I might actually have to call her up and be like, "Do you remember this?" <laughs> <laughs> that was very wrong of you to but say back in ten was, years ago. That was, that was disrespectful, yeah. and I never got the chance to call you out on it. But I'm doing it now, so <laughs> <laughs> watch your back. But yeah, like um, she said, "Why are you gonna rob me or something?" And I was like, what? Um, and uh, like, I was talking to my sister about it because I was like, do you know that was actually very racist? Yeah, you know like, comments me, like yeah, that. If it was me now, I'd be like, excuse me. People are okay with saying those things. Yeah. Like, they don't think about it. It's their actually. They think, they think it's okay. And like, no, it's not okay. It, it's never Even okay. though they're not saying, oh, you're black, so you're going to rob me. It doesn't matter if you, even though they, they think tell, if they say the, the they word say black. To, exactly. They didn't say it to anybody else. Yeah. Just to, just to us. And it's like, you were fine giving this girl your dress, but I'm sitting right next to her. I asked you, and you, all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're gonna come and rob, like, come and rob me, come and rob my house. I'm like, because we also like we've never really experienced. We weren't to a school where obviously white people are the minority, 
you see Asians like it was it was pretty oh your school before yeah mm. like we went to primary school we were surrounded like maybe we had some white teachers so but it was never like he never felt there was like he never felt like it's some sort of imbalance of power or anything like he never felt he never felt oh I'm black in the classroom I never yeah I never I didn't even realize I didn't know black was a thing yeah. <laughs> I didn't know black was a thing you never really realized race until yeah, you're like, in a room full of white country. people it was your country which country are you from it wasn't like oh you're black, I'm this. It was like, oh, where are you from? Argentina, where are you from? Um, oh, Sri Lanka, where are you from? Yeah, that's, that's nice. Like, oh, where are you from Nigeria? Like, it was never, colour just, like, I think we didn't see colour, but race wasn't just, like, everything you see colour, but race wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, it was more about nationality. Um, so you come in and then you go, and I was like, because we didn't have that experience of this is racism, and oh, this is a white space and all that stuff, mm. in a way it was easy to, like, confront, because we were like, we just came from London, like eight in the morning. Our train train was delayed, etc. We had to. Scrub. What made you think we came here to rob your house? In <laughs> what made you think we're gonna come here and you know? Actually, like these girls, are, it was like we could call, we could say, look, why would why would we do that? Why would why would we come to your house? And I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. It's their con- it the conditioning as well. Yeah. People need to get out more. They need to get exposed to different cultures more, and Even not if- just stick to their stereotypical views of yeah. what each culture what each black person or what each Chinese well person is going to be like even if you go ex- like expose yourself to different country to cult- different cultures as long as you don't actually have the mindset of I want to learn and get and improve myself in terms of when interacting with these cultures you just interact with them on the same like and sometimes you do more damage like you know what do um, you mean like for example um I'm trying to think Okay, so say you, oh, I want to travel the world and explore different cultures. Yeah. You go there and you do white saviorism instead. Because you think you're interacting with the cultures. You're not actually interacting with the cultures. You're centering them, centering yourself in that culture to make yourself look like the protagonist in these other people's, like, lives. Mm. You know? Um, So is that saying, like, you want to experience the culture and then going to a very tourist area or, like, a very prestigious part of that country where you won't experience the actual culture you experience the a a polished version of the culture which attracts tourists you're staying for a week go to like a polished version or going to like the poorest part and convincing yourself that everyone's like that and trying to like trying to help but you're not actually helping necessarily okay but it's like when yeah it's like things like when world challenge um or i'm calling by name but when world challenge um all these like (laughs) frontier and people like do like oh volunteer abroad yeah like, yeah, yeah how many weeks in the, they, what are you doing most of the when you look at what the actual programs most of it's enjoyment like you, you, you go you go paint the school you painted the school they could have done it themselves i'm not i'm sorry you, they could have actually done it themselves like when you th- oh you paint the school so they can so that they can have a better education you painting the school they could have done it themselves they would have done it themselves you want them to actually because because the people that are going to experience the culture they're in a better position to actually make um, significant difference and to or improve learn movements, about improvements. Learn about it, yeah. And then they just do the bare minimum, bare minimum. and painting, then say, oh, the I went this and volunteered. Actually, like, what are you actually... They were going to do it anyway. Yeah. You just came and did like the least the least labour. You could have helped with like, putting together curriculum, you know, um, making, making, helping to develop... Go to talk to maybe one of the mayors. They could have arranged, okay, go to talk to... Go to talk to some of the people in power, some of the like people in authority, the local authorities, yeah. and just ask them what they're doing, all that stuff, you know, mm. that kind of thing. Could have gone with the grown families, you know, stayed with them, 
learned how they you know learned how they were living learned about living conditions and done something maybe and then have, maybe had a two-part where you come back to your country and you think okay right now i'm here i'm not just going to forget about it and dismiss this and yeah. amazing eye-opening experience well, no what am i actually going to do to make sure that what i'm still doing like a that has it's about being impact. active yeah. and helping how am i going to make sure that i'm taking this going forward you know and you know so it's yeah it's just that kind of yeah just, just, <laughs> just don't go there just to emerge yourself in the culture by doing the bare minimum actually try and do something to help to make a difference because you have the resources and the power to there you um, go yeah and when like people are like, i went to thailand to find myself no you went to smoke crack <laughs> <laughs> Crack. With those, I, I, I don't have no, a problem when I'm, people say that. I'm very, I'm, so, I'm sorry, that was a bad joke, very, very bad, um, <laughs> thing for me to say. I mean, it was, it's actually the Philippines, but um, no, that's I get it, but, like going to a different, a whole different not, place yeah. to get away from your reality, whatever. I, I, I think that's okay. Finding yourself, what are you finding? I don't get what like what are you you go to a completely different environment. You're not necessarily gonna find this after you know the part of me I never knew I had like I never qualified, I never knew I could No, not necessarily. Well, not necessarily. I disagree. You couldn't could nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm because... sorry. I'm not necessarily because you here, you could have just all you need to do was decide to push yourself a little bit more. When you're abroad, maybe feels like because oh yeah, there's no consequences kind of you yeah. go back to your country and carry on because you have the you have the But I feel like a change usual, a change of environment can be a little bit wild. That's that's really the reason why. You could have still you could have stayed here, stayed right here <laughs> and pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and taken the opportunity and polish those qualities of yeah. yourself that you never knew you had. You knew you had them somewhere, you just didn't have the confidence to do it. So for you to pay that money and go abroad and do some silly things or do some things to find yourself you yeah. haven't necessarily you've just done touristy things you actually haven't when you think of when people actually say they find it what have they actually done no but what, i, f- what I what feel like done? the change of environment like the people you're around can really cloud you can just your mindset Clowned your job, but then that's that could be their form of camping. Go into a different country. Why would you, you need just to go need all that the way to a different country because they have the money to and they want to. It's, it's a rich thing. You don't actually. It's a. It's a money. No, but thing. you don't actually find yourself. Like oh, I went to Switzerland to find myself. I didn't find myself. I was. I was stingy and broke before I left. I was stingy and broke while I was there. I came back even stingy and broke. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing actually no. changed. Nothing I feel like your your mindset can change when your environment and the people you're around can change are ch- are changed. That doesn't make sense. I get like you. when get when you. you're in a different when you talk to different people, you hear different perspectives on life. And you have to adapt. And as then well it just opens your mind. Like I feel like going to a different environment, it doesn't have to be a different country. That will already change your mindset on how you view things if you're open to. Some people are stubborn and they will stay in their ways no matter what. But I feel like I don't I don't wholly agree where you said like they can't find themselves. I know that find myself it sounds so cliche and like self-absorbed, but I feel like there are benefits to building your character and like trying to find your purpose a little bit more when you change your environment that you're in. If you're not getting what you are from the current environment. So how are the rest of us broke people supposed to find ourselves then? Go to a 
Change Where the people you you're go? around. So why couldn't you do that? Why did you have to fly to go do Not that? everyone is the same. I'm sorry, I put my foot down. No excuse. I'm just not, I'm not having it. If anyone comes around and tells me I went to Bali to find myself, I said, what did you find? What did you find? Those pants. Those pants and a new skull for haggling. You already like it's your it's your approach to like this your travel. Yeah, you but know? also people when they go to find what they like, I wanna know. You came back, okay, I found myself in Wherever, okay, what did you do? Did you just go to the tourist sites and chill in like a nice hotel? Or I get like a nice, like finding yourself nice is different. Traveling to doing? find yourself is different to tra- traveling for holiday. I get it, it's different. But people can do it. I want you to accept that I people feel like, can. I feel like there's a, there's a hidden. What is your ulterior motive here? What is the reason? Well, why are you so sensitive? <laughs> I'm going to suggest. You I don't have an ulterior do motive. You have to want to tell me. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> are you planning on finding yourself? I could <laughs> find you myself can find here. Right here. Yes. Okay. So why are you defending them? Because I feel like you there's no yourself? harm. No. There's no harm in going I, somewhere else. I have a problem. Where are these to people To surround usually, yourself. Like, if you think about where are these people are usually going, when you think of the street, you've got to find okay. themselves. Let's think about where, deeper. Where are they actually going? A lot of them go the to like to like Asian countries. Poor Asian countries. Poor Asian countries. They just go to Japan. Or like... Or some of them go to countries in Africa too. Poor. Why do you have to find yourself in poverty? Because you know yeah, some people there, maybe having a tough experience. Yeah, but this is other people's reality. Yeah, you're not you're not leaving and taking them back with you. You're leaving back to your comfortable place. You will eventually so it's kind of like your old behaviors and your old like like people think that they'll change completely. You don't change completely yeah. unless you make the active decision every single day to be different. In which case you shouldn't have bothered leaving. So you kind of see it as like them being like desensitizing people's reality. Not decent. I don't know if that's the right word. Like, like they're going, like you said, they're going to find themselves in a poor country, and they're seeing this as a very like motivational and groundbreaking experience where the people there are actually like living through hard times. You think that's that's not a great yeah, thing to do? Romanticizing. Romanticizing. That's yeah, the word. Romanticizing. Like, mm. sis, if you're not gonna help. If you're not gonna like do something useful, if you're not gonna find something positive about yourself, mm. you're not gonna come back and you know make a real. If people, if you can't come back from somewhere, and or come back from your find yourself trip, and people are like you know there's natural, def- I see a natural change in her, you know for the for the better, I see something different about her, you know, not just a year down the line, but two years, three years, five years down the line, you know after she came back from that trip, she was a different person in a good way. Mm. Then you've kind of wasted your money, you've wasted our time. And you've wasted my energy having to hear about you finding yourself. <laughs> it's not wasted money if they got something from it. What did they get from it though? They didn't. They didn't actually fulfill the purpose of the trip, which is to find themselves. But that you don't know what it means to. What does what it does mean that, for them to what, find themselves? What are you finding? That's my. What are you finding? I don't know. Finding their purpose. Finding something what? that they was missing. So finding okay, inspiration. Right. I don't know. Inspir- listen. What purpose do you find? In do you, okay, I have this question. You can can you find? Do you feel like finding yourself is like a valid something that's achievable? Finding yourself, of course, it is, but it's not something that you can just achieve with like a trip or like traveling. You can't just be like, oh, I'm taking a, I'm, fly, I'm going to fly to wherever to find myself. No, it's like an act, like it's a 
proactive thing you have to do with yourself mm. every like every time or every day or once in a while like you know just every day you have to like think okay right you know what am I what kind of you have to like check in with yourself so it's constant self development yeah, constant self like self development self reflection mm. and being self aware okay I did this that wasn't a really nice thing to do why why is that I'm, I'm kind of, I guess I have this kind of personality trait mm. or I guess I'm this sort of person okay right I don't like this how do I want to change it or you know what I'm happy with that and just leave it as it is so you, you don't have to go abroad and have some sort of life changing experience to, right. be able to just make those little changes and you find out that you will become a better person like you don't need to so find, finding yourself is more than going to a trip and having a different experience for a few weeks or even a few months it's like a constant self-reflection self-development that someone needs to keep up and check in with themselves every day not something that you do temporarily yeah. and come back and feel all changed you can't find yourself once like you you don't just go somewhere you find yourself suddenly and that's it like you've changed it's very misleading to think like that you have to constantly be like you're constantly changing as a person you're constantly growing mm. like how i am now from like two years ago is different probably yeah even like last year how i've changed a little bit like from last year and next year i will change and like in yeah. 10 years time when we're 30 we would have definitely changed from how we were like or how we are now mm. so you like you're constantly changing you can't just find yourself once and expect that that's that person you found or those qualities you found uh, what you, that what's going to be the same for the rest of your life you will constantly be changing and you'll constantly be having to find yourself are you going to go mm. on five month trips every or single maybe time? maybe that trip might just be a catalyst to them and they might it might trigger something in their mind and then lead to them making those constant daily um, revisions of how they're acting or their personality traits it if might you, take that for someone who has money. If you knew you were lost enough to know that you had to go on a trip to find yourself, why couldn't you just do the work without the trip? If you knew, okay, right, I need to find myself. Yeah. Why couldn't you just start? <laughs> why did you have to? Why did you have to book a flight to Tanzania? Because to climb Kilimanjaro to find yourself when you could have you could have died on that flight. You could have died. You might not have made it. <laughs> you want to find yourself. Stay at this home. Is so, this is stay so deep. Just stay at home and find yourself. You thought you already knew you wanted to find yourself. You couldn't just sit here and do the work. Like I feel like you're just shirking off on labour. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> I feel. And that's, that's yeah. That's all I have to say on that. Right? You know, what, we'll leave it there. But I, I, I feel like you can, you can start the. I've got my eye on you. If you go off for a few months. <laughs> I'm not planning or going, I want to travel one day, but not to find myself, just to see the world, because I haven't really traveled that much through my life. You should travel to broaden your experiences and to have those different experiences. But I think going there to find yourself, you're just deceiving yourself. If you say, I'm going to find myself, you're not going to find yourself. Come on. I disagree, but you know what? That's what we're going to have to disagree with. Yeah, yeah, I just, okay, right. I'll tell you that story with Cassandra, because I put it in here now. Um, and you want to know basically this shall you say her name this is, a, this is another this, another your, your rant this I don't I want to swear but I don't want to swear earphone users beware <laughs> I'm joking this little bit <laughs> <laughs> okay so basically this guy asked this question of um, asked this question if you know maybe I've mentioned it tomorrow but it basically was like you know white people should get involved in black people's oh yeah yeah you know, um, and I can't remember if I told this story before I pressed the record button. That's my problem. But um, basically, <laughs> we'll find out soon. Um, she was she was just being a, and you know she was like, so does that mean white people can't 
um, can't discuss race and stuff. And I was thinking, um, obviously, I don't, I don't necessarily agree that white people should be excluded completely because if people were the cause of the problem or benefiting from a problem, to have a proper solution, an actual solution, then it means everybody has to come together. Like people who are benefiting, they need, need to, to be part of the conversation. They need to be part of the, and it needs to not in a and, and be listening most of the time. Be listening. <laughs> And I told you, you know, I was, I was like, you know, I have a feeling of being a bit of a dick here, but I'm just going to take the have benefit of that. And I was like, no, Where was this? On Twitter? On Twitter. I was like, of course, of course I can come join in the conversation. As long as, as long as, you know, you're, you're listening you're, and you're And they're not being insensitive exactly, to how not, our experience. Exactly. And you're not trying to join the conversation in order to dismiss or, or diminish people's experiences. Yeah. If you're listening because you actually want to know and get involved and help. Like, yeah, sure. Get involved. Yeah. You know, and then she kept asking like these stupid questions, and I was like, can I answer like as nicely as possible? And then I think, uh, but she was trying to like ask those questions, ask those questions as if I was like someone was trying to attack her, or as if she was like you know trying to prove oh. a point. And I was like, like what do you mean I can't not... speak? We have free speech and stuff like that. Something. Why are we being excluded from? I was like, nobody said that. What did I say? What was what, what was the last comment? What I said, as long as you're if you're not willing to do those things, she's like, oh, so you're setting rules for? I'm like. I'm not trying to set any rules for anything, but it's it's pretty much being a decent human being. What's the point of talking with someone, having a conversation with someone, saying you want to help someone, get involved in the conversation, mm. if you're not willing to partake and make a difference, if you're not willing to contribute to the conversation, and if you're not willing to listen, a conversation is listening and speaking. If you're not um, willing to listen, then you might as well not get involved because mm. what is the actual point? You want to talk for the sake of talking. You want to talk so that you look like you're working. No, you might as well sit down. Mind your business. Maybe to be out of it. eager you, to listen and slow to speak. If, if you, you know wanna, that scripture. <laughs> Just throw it in there. If you want to stay ignorant, stay out of conversation. Like, that's pretty much all... I said very, like, much nicer. <laughs> you're like, if you're basically like, saying, don't speak if you're going to be ignorant. If you're going to be a dick about it, then there's no point getting a conversation. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, and she was like, well... And then oh, she suddenly did this thing where she acted like I was attacking her, being, like, sassy with her. And she was like... Well, I never asked you the question. I asked Opie and I was like, this is Twitter. Anyone can respond to your comments. Oh, yeah. Second of all, I answered the question because I knew the original poster was not going to like humor you because it's a stupid question. <laughs> I was just trying to be nice and help anybody else was reading. And, so, and, I, and every time I was like saying you, I was like, you know, you not in the you specific term. It's you like you're in the collective term. In the collective because obviously other people can read your comments as well. Yeah. Um, and she was like, you know, and I was like, I wasn't speaking to you per se. If the if the shoe fits, a hit dog hollers, etc. Why I are love you being so fits. Cassandra, no one's trying to fight with you. No one's trying. I'm not trying to fight with you. Stop being such a. Oh, stop this, being this such a. She's like crap back, you know, that kind of like attitude. Oh crap back! There was nothing to crap back at. There was nothing to crap. How old is she? Some middle-aged woman. <laughs> it's on site, Cassandra. I've got you now. I'm just. I was just so fed up because I was, I'm trying to be mature and polite and just educate you. Yeah. And answer your question because if you like, I was like, oh, you're probably being a dickhead. But if you have actually a genuine question and genuine desire to learn, of course nobody should be rude to you because of like you know just because you don't know. But then for you to now try and turn around so someone's trying to attack you. No, we like you were happy with the first engaging with me engaging with you the first time. It's, it wasn't like oh, nobody people asked react you like that answer. when they don't but get then, the answer they want. They want exactly like you won. You were fishing for something. You didn't get it, and now you're trying to like make it look like I was like, 
and no one's attacking you but it's not going to bait people into a lot of people especially like i feel like when you try and tell when speaking about race and when you try and tell the a white person that their mindset or their figure of speech is wrong that's normal to them that's when they feel like oh you're censoring us and all this thing because like it's not it's not usual for someone to check on their that's how they speak every day yeah so when you're saying oh this is wrong it's like you're telling them my my views entirely are invalid and i can't speak at all so that's why like i feel like people especially white people get very defensive in that sense but then a lot of people also lack the self-reflection of okay right somebody's saying something maybe they did like maybe they did a lot this happens about time when people say like make statements about maybe race and just how we treat it and a lot of people get like pressed in the comments like they were the ones being targeted and it's like okay you have to think why do i feel defensive even though they weren't talking about me why do i feel defensive Hmm. okay cool because why is the reason usually because I I have some sort of, I feel some some sort of way about it. Why don't well, why it has they weren't talking about you? You then you realize it's a lot of guilt as well. You've either done something similar and because you don't want to seem like a bad person to yourself. It's not that you don't want to seem like a bad person to other people, yeah. but you don't want to believe that you're a bad person. They want to uphold their own it's they have pride, their that's own, it. Yeah, their own pride and moral standards. So you don't want to believe that you're a bad person. So then you're like, Well, I can't that can't be true because I'm not a bad person. No. You, don't have you probably bad... are. A lot of people yeah. are bad people, you know, they just don't realize you're it. You're a bad person, and you don't even have to be a bad person to do bad things. Yeah. You just have to be misguided. Sometimes you just have to be misguided. And a bad person is not like linear. There's a bad person, there's not one exactly, thing yeah. that a bad person. I've, I'm a bad person sometimes too, but it's my ability to check myself and think about why did I react like that? Why did I say that? Why do I think like this? And then it's my ability to change that and recognize it and accept it. People are not willing to accept that they may have a bad a quality of a bad person because generally they're not doing the typical bad things like, I don't know, stabbing someone or, or swearing, <laughs> you know, doing random, like the, the stereotypical yeah. bad things. But there are a lot of wearing bad traits ones. within us yeah. that come from the heart as well mm. that people don't want to recognise because it's not the typical image yeah. that they believe. But there's a lot of like inner... I don't know, not hatred, but inner traits that you need to yeah. think and um, address. Also, yeah, with upbringing as well. Like people, a lot of people tend to think the parents are perfect and they made no. Your parents are human beings, just like us. Like just like we might be parents at some point in the future. Mm. Human beings who raise children, they are raised in different generations. Their ways of thinking aren't necessarily the same as everyone else's, mm. or aren't necessarily the same as the next generation, right? It, whether you agree with their views or not, it's like it does a different. But it doesn't mean that what they say is God. Like, yeah. doesn't mean that the words are gospel, and if anything challenges the word, how you were raised, that it's completely wrong and absolutely, you know, though it's the it's the yeah. truth. No, it's hard, especially hard to, when you've been surrounded exactly. by one point of view. You have to discern it, expose it, read, read, like read, inform you. If you're actually curious about something, think, oh, hold on, was was my life just a lie? Like, like there's one thing I need to research about Lilith. Apparently, she was the first woman before. Eve or something. Who? Oh. Lilith. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I need to read about it. I, I do need to read up on it. Because um, it just, obviously, like, you know, the Bible doesn't have, like, the Bible we read now is like an edited, it's, smaller version of the actual. It's like, been translated from it's time. It's been translated from time. Not and only that, it's been so cut many out. The same chapter is missing. Like, the, the, what we have of the Bible isn't actually everything that was written. There's so much more. Like, if you go to Rome, um, 
I'm like, how do I get into room and read the book? Mm-hmm. But if you go into room, there's like a library or something there mm. um, for like the priests and people like that. And I think scholars can go in there and access it or something like that. That's why I, I think mean, lang- but there's language. But so, like, there's so, so many important. more books. There's more books that aren't in the Bible. That in our modern version. Bible. Yeah, that are part of the Bible. They're written like in like, part of like part of the Bible that were taken out to give to the general populace. And like, there's so much more. That can you imagine? There's mm. so much more. Yeah, so there's so much like a lot of our beliefs and thoughts and um, maybe ways of life that we're thinking of based on this small book. There's so much more like that possibly. And like, why would you shut yourself off to one? It's because we're comfortable. Yeah, we're comfortable. That's why. And we don't like change. Mm. And that takes effort. And people are lazy. Lovely. So. <laughs> Very <laughs> and lazy. It seems like life is good so far. So like we don't want to change yeah. anything that we might so. question. Like oh, that make us double like. Yeah. Double think about Mid-life what crisis. we're actually why why are yeah. we living like what what, what we is are do? we why doing we here? This way, like know? is my mindset yeah. is it flawed? Is it mm. old outdated? Yeah. No one wants to question that, so yes, they just choose to ignore it. They don't realise, or they don't want to think as well, or ever have to conclusion, maybe they were wrong as well, and maybe they've been doing things wrong. Mm. It's like, damn, yeah. We're a very prideful nation. Yeah, I know, but this British population. Screw Cassandra. You're an actual woman. I hate you. Oh, I hate you, I'll never see you again. <laughs> actual. <laughs> Oh. You're the worst, actually. You need to fix your attitude, you need to check yourself, Cassandra, because you're just you're pathetic and okay. you, have, you have all the grace and decorum of a reversing garbage truck. No one noticed she is, so like you're gonna make her famous after this. <laughs> I'm joking. She's gonna be like, is she talking about me? I'm like, yes, yeah, it's you. <laughs> it's you. It's you, um, yeah. just want just just be just be just don't person. be try not to be ignorant and just be sensitive when talking about race and you're not directly affected by it. I think that's the main yeah, it's thing. It's like me trying to speak on like trans matters and being like, because I exactly. don't experience it, it's wrong. Because I'm not, I'm not trans. It's not my experience, it's not my truth. It's not why I go through yeah. it anyway. Of course I'm not gonna experience it. It's like me talking about the struggles of a white man. I'm not a white man. <laughs> what am I gonna well, know? Never know? I don't know what And it's okay, through. it's okay not to understand our struggles like entirely but you just need to be sensitive to it and listen we don't expect you to understand you just need to listen and take and like value our words and like Mm. actually understand that not well try and understand you won't understand but you know just just have empathy you know treat us as equals not as someone lesser that you're like oh yeah you know yeah your words aren't like that's all we, we just want to be we just want to be treated equal as the same as you and we just want our voice to be heard and be valued yeah. we don't want you to say oh but we have this and this and this so you can't complain or this statistic said this amount yeah, of BAME <laughs> yeah just be like wherever I am I complain there are different problems in different countries I'm going to complain wherever I am mm. about you know different different issues me being here doesn't mean that um, or me being here complaining doesn't mean that I hate this country and I want to leave. No, it means I like this country and I want it to change for the better. 
because I like I see the hard. potential in you lot. I see the potential and I'm hard on you because I want you to do better. I know I'm, you I'm can do that better. Harsh. I'm living that harsh. That's the thing. I'm living I that think you're harsh, you're but a, I'm nice You're just anyway, a terrible so. student. And you're, like, I don't think they're harsh. You're just terrible. You're just a terrible student. You can't listen. You don't listen. Yeah. You don't listen. You can't read. Like this country in general, I'm sorry. You can't read. You lack, like, not you, because I'm, I'm talking to you. Literally. I'm like, I'm through the microphone. You're not blessed. <laughs> But this country lacks, like, in, as, a, as a population, we lack the, like, critical thinking, the discernment skills that you need in reading, like, to read and to understand. Not just to read and to be, and to be force-fed information that isn't you have to, true. Everything you read, you to, have to kind of take it with a pinch of salt because a lot of information is misconstrued or facts are stretched from the truth to mm. make it fit or statistics are presented in, they might say, oh, one in... 10 to to say it as like to make that statistic seem smaller but if you think about the general population that's a lot of people if they say mm-hmm. one in ten and whatever whatever so you kind of have to take that kind of mindset when you're reading anything but people are just very complacent and believe what yeah. they see you can't believe everything this, you read um, or see there was this radio radio show i'm so upset because i don't like i don't have a class i don't listen to the radio that often um, and I missed the actual name of the show, but it was on. It was just. It was on the radio, and it was talking about. There was this like very short. It was a um, short series where they were looking at news stories, mm. um, and debunking them kind of. So saying, looking at some of like some of the news stories which seemed like maybe like oh my gosh, you know, in people's national like in people's consciousness, or you know that this was a fact. No, it wasn't a fact. Thing like they made this story. It wasn't necessarily the truth. They took all these like there was one. There was one about this grandma. Um, who'd committed suicide, right? Mm. And like a while before her death, she, like she, a lot of charity, um, a lot of charity, charities have been like you know nagging her or, or sending her loads and loads of letters for, asking for donations and stuff, right? But that wasn't the reason she. That wasn't the reason she killed herself. Right. Like, that wasn't it. And her family was saying no, that wasn't the reason why. You know, that wasn't enough. That wouldn't. That was. That's what it seems like on the surface. Like, she complained about it beforehand, and like the original, the first journalist had written like you know the detailed story and the facts. Yeah. But as other as other news stories took it on, they were like, this isn't a decent enough story. This isn't gonna... So then they sensationalize it, add details, um, you know, they, yeah. um, change everything, um, add a little bit of salt, some pepper, you know. It was, I'm like, that's not what happened then. And, you know, using someone's death for clout. It was essentially using someone's death for clout. Yeah. Rather than tackling the actual issues of mental health in the elderly. It was an, oh, charities... A lot of news stories focuses wrong. It did need to reform, but that wasn't why, though, you know? They, yeah, it's like the purpose for that article was just totally off. Yeah. Like, even in one of my modules now, it's persuasive writing. It's an amazing module. Um, we were doing it on political correctness. Uh, we had a lecture, and then they made us read this article where it was basically about driving with your phone, like, and how dangerous it is and how many accidents it causes. But this article focused on a Polish lorry driver kills how many other people because he was on his phone, when the whole article was basically about the accident happened when you're driving on your phone. So, but they focus on Polish. So that is like the total... Amongst white people, Polish people, 
are treated the Polish people like yeah. the black people, the white people. So when they really, especially in this country, they yeah. really actually hate Polish people. I don't know why. That's why you have to be careful, like when you're reading things, because when when someone reads that, the first thing they're gonna see is Polish. So now when they see a lorry driver that's Polish, they're gonna be like, oh, you're gonna cause an accident. You're gonna go on your phone because that's what they've read. Mm. Whereas the main thing they should have taken from that article is that increased amount of accidents are happening because people are being careless and driving with their phone which is distracting them and making their reaction times slower and increasing the um the chance of having an accident that's what you should have taken from that article you but news stories yeah news stories really misconstrue information what was your intention you just want a good story you just want some sensation did you think about the implications yeah did you think about maybe this is what you're getting the whole country to think And that just reinforces stereotypes and then just prevents the population from broadening their mindset even further. Like it just makes them even more ignorant and even more like stuck in their ways because Mm. they're reading this and they're like, yeah, this confirms my views on whatever because look, these Polish lorry drivers are causing accidents so they shouldn't be allowed to come in the country. I'm not not quoting nothing. That's just my interpretation of how people think. But you know, I feel like it does have an impact on people's views. That's why it really does. The um, the tabloids have a have a responsibility to try and to try and not do those like be politically correct in that sense. But then also the the audience have a responsibility to read it with with um, with caution and like not believe everything they see is viable because facts are misconstrued and stretched far from the truth to make it fit the the tone they want for this article there are facts and then there's like truths i can't remember where it was but it was like um and i was like there's only one truth and actually i'm like mm, this like everyone has their own different version of truth right i feel like and there's your version well, my version and the truth yeah exactly there's well there's your version my version but this thing for you what happened to you is your truth that's what you believe is your truth right there's the fact of this event happened. Mm. This is what happened. You think this happened because this person did this, or this person did. I think this happened because etc. 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 Right? Or maybe if they're all in line with the facts, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're both that any of us is wrong. We just have different completely That's just our truth. perspectives. Yeah. And you have to you have to realize that you know one story is not. There's no such thing as like you need the whole truth and that means putting together people's different experiences people's different perspectives mm. with the facts to come up with like as close to a picture like as close to an accurate picture as possible you can't just have one person's version and be like yeah that's that's yeah that's when true. you get better at like having the whole picture available then allowing people to form their own their own perspectives their own decisions on yeah. a matter rather than presenting us with one biased like matter mm. so like having an agenda when you present information rather than presenting all all like sides of the argument and then letting me form my own opinion rather than you in, in implying an opinion by putting this in a title so it's making me think associate this one thing with another instantly when that's just your misconstrued in opinion of the truth yeah yeah we've done actually we've done a lot of talking this time <laughs> how long have we been speaking for an hour and 18 minutes wow. counting because this is this is the thing this topic right now or this this discussion it's actually a very it's a huge thing it's it's pretty big 
um, it's a pretty big discussion. It's, it's not even a new topic. Yeah, it's just we could talk about it all day. It's just an annoying thing. Like it's been happening for too long, and I don't think it will it will ever be a point where we won't talk about race or politics or mm. intent or misconstruing the truth. All mm. these things are like it's like integral to our society, but it's just yeah. our ability to recognize when it's when it's I don't know when it's detrimental to certain yeah. communities mm. people always say like racism has ended or or you know oh, we're not racist anymore etc but no racism never ended the, the, the no. laws changed and not necessarily because they believed in the moral good otherwise they changed earlier laws changed people did not change yeah laws were put into place people didn't change it wasn't like there was a whole shift in thinking because a law changed. No, it just meant that legally, mm. legally, they couldn't do it anymore. That they didn't change. But socially, socially, it's that they never there changed. There are still people a change. lot of engraved problems. Yeah.